0: Lord, come on. <laughs> Psalms one thirty three says this: "How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity." Amen. Amen. Isn't that precious? Isn't that exciting? You know, uh, I've had uh, opportunities to see some powerful moves of unity, right? You know, and I believe that as we look at who we are as God's people, right? That we should be unified, we should be walking in community, and I believe the root of that is unity, amen? And, and, and so I remember even living in Honduras when um, a few years ago we heard about a coup taking place, and, and it's amazing how media likes to elaborate on the minute things, Right? tries to only focus on the minor issues and and creates mass chaos over minor things, right? And and, and living in Honduras during that season, uh, all I would see is the news, and I would think, man, the world's probably scared to death for us as missionaries in Honduras. And, and I would have many calls saying, are you okay? Is everybody all right? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And And, and what was so awesome is... Uh, During that uproar, it was a very small faction of people in the capital city of Tegucigalpa, but yet... In the streets of San Pedro Sula, which was the second largest city in uh, Honduras, over two million people, there was over a 100,000 people who gathered together in the streets with white flags saying, we are unified, come on. We are together, we are against this. This is not a, who we are. This is not what we're about. And they were unified. They weren't together, come on. And then what other people don't realize is when you go out into the islands of Honduras and in Roatan, on tops of the houses, they literally would place white white sheets on all the tops of the houses to say we are unified. This is not who we are. This is not what we're about. This is not really happening. This is somebody that somebody's trying to build about us. How many ever felt that way before? So many people's focused on your minor things to make you look bad, but guess what? We know who we are, right? We know who the king of kings is, the Lord of the Lord. Look, the world wants to make the church look bad. The world wants to make the church look like they uh they're divided. It wants to make the church look like they're all these little places here and there separated on Sundays but guess what we are still one body in Christ Jesus we're still look it doesn't matter if you're Presbyterian if you're Methodist if you're Church of God it doesn't matter uh, if you're Episcopal what matters is do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of the Father have you surrendered to him do you know his love have you experienced his his love towards you come on that's what it's all about amen amen and so when I think of this, how, uh, how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity, it goes on in verse 2, it is like the precious oil upon the head running down the beard, uh, even the beard of Aaron running down on the edges of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion for there, there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life evermore. I don't know about you, but I want a commanded blessing. I want to walk in what God has uh, declared a blessing. And and I believe that that starts with unity. Amen? I mean, when you look at this scripture, uh, it it, it starts with, in some versions, it starts with um, a psalm of ascent. Because it was a song that they would sing as they were going up the mountain to Jerusalem. As they were going to the festives, they would sing these songs. And how beautiful of a song they would sing of coming together, marching together, and how beautiful that was and to declare the pleasantries of unity, right? To think of the purity of unity. Psalms uh, 133.1, Behold how good and how pleasant it is. When you look at the word good, this word good literally is the same word that, that God declared when he was in creation in Genesis chapter, in the first few chapters of Genesis when he said, uh, I let there be light. And then he calls and says, it is good, right? So this is the same word. Think about that. God's declaring that your unity in the body of Christ is equivalent to the creation that he created and said, it is Good. How many know that when God declares something, it's got to be a good thing, right? And it's just not a good thing. It's a God good thing. Amen. And praise God for God good things. And I don't know about you, but I want to walk in a God good thing. Praise the Lord. Even in Genesis chapter 24, 16, uh, describing Rebecca, Isaac's wife, uh, it it was said of her that she was beautiful. It's the same word, good. How many know that if it's good, it's got to be beautiful? Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're beautiful. Well, handsome, y'all know the equivalent. <laughs> Look at the other person on the other side who was, who is your second most beautiful and say, you're beautiful too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank God, right? I mean, we've, we talk about... Like Riley back there, man. When she hits a home run, we say, "Man, that's beautiful! Wow!" Right? There was a, there was an event that happened this past week, and it hurt my feelings, right? Because um, we were playing Maryville. Alcoa soccer team was playing Maryville, and this kid on the Maryville team—it it should be on ESPN Sport. That's all. I, that's all I gotta say, dude. He kicked that ball from 70 yards out. I mean, he was 20, like. 25 yards out of his goal box, kicked the ball, and it just sailed like a lightning bolt. And the, the goalie's hands were up, and the bar was right here, and it just slipped right there, I was like, wow. I mean, even though I didn't like it, I had to say, man, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that was amazing. I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm in my mouth open. Everybody on the sidelines like, it, it was beautiful, right? That's how it is when we see unity together. It's a beautiful thing. It's glorious. Uh, how awesome that is. And, and, and that's what David was saying, that how, how good and beautiful it is when brothers dwell together in unity. And, and just like the Lord pronounces the good creation, he's also pronouncing our unity good. You know, what I love is, is um, in, it also goes on to use another word, Pleasant, How good and pleasant! Now, in, in Spanish. Now, y'all know I like to, you know, mess around with Spanish. Somebody told me they say, "Pastor, you're speaking too much Spanish." It's all right. I like it. It says "cuán bueno," which is how good, and "cuán delicioso" or "cuán dulce." And I'm thinking, "delicioso." Now you can guess what that means, right? Delicious. And Dulce means sweet. and says, so how good and how sweet or delicious. Now, you know what that reminds me of? Because we like, we church folk, right? We like to eat. We, you know, there's a reason that we might need to exercise in, you know, January. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And we know why we can't keep it because the next meal comes up and we're like, When I mean, we gain five pounds walking to the walking to the door, like, oh Lord. You know, Vicky's got this, you know, cake that I keep hearing about. Right. But think about it, how 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 good and how delicious, how pleasant it is, man. And that's what thats what we think about when we think of our relationships with each other. It's just delicious. It's just wonderful. It just feels good. It brings about a feeling in us when we're connected to each other that it just brings us up. It encourages us. It builds us up. Isn't that what the word of God says? Build each other up on your most holy faith. Come on. It's a building up of who we are. Thank God. I mean, when you think about uh, scriptures like, Um, Psalms 135 and 3 says Praise the Lord for the Lord is good Sing praises to his name for it is pleasant Think about that the Lord's name is pleasant. It is delicious. It reminds me of other scriptures. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Somebody needs to keep on tasting. You know, you've only been by the table once, but I'm here to tell you, you need a second helping because God is good. He is a a blessing. It is a strength for us, but we got to sit at the table too much. Look, too many times we're on a diet against God, but look, you can't be on a diet against God. You need to get in and feast at the table. His word says this that I have prepared a table before you even in the presence of your enemies somebody's afraid and somebody's scared and they're too busy worried about everything else and Jesus said come sit at the table let them say what they want to say let them do what they want to do but come and feast at my table have peace in my presence and know that I am with you and I am for you and I will help you through no matter what your trial you may face amen Amen. I'm about ready to get excited here. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How pleasant. Psalm 1611 says, you you will show me the path of your life. Your presence is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures evermore. Isn't that awesome? How good and how pleasant it is With these two words, David is saying that the unity of the brethren or the unity of the body is good. It's something good to look at. It's kind of like children when they're playing together and everything's going good. Come on, mamas and daddies, y'all know what I'm talking about? You can sit back and say, man, they playing good today, right? I mean, what's even more precious is this. When you see a little child with a toy that you know they value and you see them hand that toy to another child, you're, you're over the thing. And, Boy, the Holy Spirit done touched that child. <laughs> you know that's God. Come on. And, and, and it just makes you feel good inside, right? When your children are playing together and it's not a fuss and a fight and it's not a you know a declaration of war, but it's a let's have fun together kind of time, right? What? a precious how good and how precious it is when they play together. You know, it's amazing things when children share their toys, but you can imagine how adults share their toys. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all got got quiet up in here now. (laughs) David says, behold. Take a look at, stop and pay attention to. Because if we will stop and pay attention to how wonderful it is to be in unity because everybody's focused the world wants you to focus on the divisions to keep you stirred up and keep you uh, inflamed uh, over everything that's going on but if we can stop and take a look at each other and say you know what we on the same page here it's kind of like the, the video declared, look, we might not have the same opinion about everything, but we can look at Christ and we can move beyond our opinion and know that our God and our King is the Lord of everything, amen. And we trust Him to lead us and guide us through every situation, amen. Amen. So it's a pleasant Part of Unity, but you know we also see the participants of unity because we see how good and how pleasant it is right and and and, and so when you see this it 's like like there 's a picture being painted like there 's something glorious being drawn out you know it 's like uh, like I talked about a few weeks ago, like the camera's being focused in and and when we look at what, what is the camera focusing in on in this passage and, and what is the, 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 the artist as he's stroking his brush drawing out for us and David declares, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Wow. Notice David didn't say, you know, he said, Behold, how good and pleasant it is for men to dwell together in unity. Ha, <laughs> ha. Right? Man, that, I don't know about all that. Notice he didn't say, oh, how good and and pleasant it is for nations to dwell together in unity. He didn't say how good and pleasant it is for black folk and white folk and Latinos to dwell together in unity. He doesn't say all of that because he's not referencing something superficial. He's not representing something that's just surface kindness. He's talking about something that's deeper. He's talking about something that's greater. He's talking about something that's not just skin deep. He's talking about something that's heart deep. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? And again, David says, how good and how pleasant for brothers to dwell together in unity. Amen. Amen. I know that the the word brethren brothers is is not talking about just your blood brother, right? It's talking and referencing uh spiritual related ones who are related to one another through the spirit who are children of the king. Come on. How I many know oh, King Jesus is our Lord, our Savior? Amen. The Master, He's the, he's the Lord of all. And, and if you are brothers dwelling together in unity, it won't matter if they're men or women, if they're black or white. It won't matter about all of that stuff. What will matter is, is are you in harmony with each other? Right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> because when you look at the word dwell, in Spanish it's habitar to habitate, to have a habitation with. In other words, it's, it's spending time with. And it says that to habitat is to, is to like harmony, armonia, right? And so there's a harmony, a, look, if, if we get up here and sing, and that's why they don't let me sing with them, just to let y'all know, because we wouldn't be in too much harmony, <laughs> right? I asked, I asked Brother Robertson, do you sing? And he said, yeah. He said, you start singing, um, the, the, the soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon. We are going to... He said, now if I start singing that he'll sing with me. I ain't heard him sing yet. No, no. I've heard Miss Beverly sing already, right? <laughs> you with me? So it's <laughs> it's in the heart, right? But you know, Singing together, it it takes blended voices. I mean, it's not that we don't want everybody up here singing, but there there has to be a blended voices. And if we're not able to sing in harmony, right, we have to say, well, you know what? Maybe you should sing on the other team. (laughs) That's what they told me. I'm on B team. I might even be on C team. I don't know what that means. But anyway, when we are moving in harmony when we're moving together in harmony there's a flow about it there's a there's something special about it there's there's a there's a movement together this just seems extraordinary and it's beautiful and it just works together and God wants us to be in that type of harmony amen so we've seen the purity of unity we've seen the participants of unity let's look at the the portrait of unity because we look at verse 2 of Psalms chapter 133, it says, It is like the precious oil of uh, uh, um, upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron running down on the edges of his garment, right? And so David's comparing this unity in, in verses 1 to the oil that, is, that consecrated Aaron. David is talking, taking a picture of the priesthood and saying this is, this is that anointing. This is what that's like. It's a refreshing uh, illustration. The oil speaks of uh, as if it's being poured out only on those who are in the priesthood, like, especially the high priest. When we look at the uh, Bible Knowledge Commentary notes, it says this, that th- this oil poured on Aaron's head flowed... Um, down on his beard and his shoulders onto the breastplate where, where was found the names of all the 12 tribes of Israel. So it says the oil thus symbolizes the unity of the nations in worship under the consecrated priest. As the oil consecrated Aaron, so it consecrated the worshipers in Jerusalem under one God. Amen so how does that relate to us as the body of Christ as the church age today Well, we see that Jesus was in the lineage of Melchizedek right and and he was the king of Salem he was the king of peace and therefore he was also the high priest and Jesus was the anointed one the Messiah and therefore the oil has flown over him and down to us amen even Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 4 18 through 19 when he was given the book he opened it to Isaiah and this is what he read he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord Jesus Christ is the anointed one and just as we are in Christ Jesus we also experience the unity of the flow of the anointing of God flowing down on his beard down his garment over us as we worship Him and we glorify Him. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 1 and 9 says this, You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with oil of gladness more than all your companions. Amen. Amen. So we see that the oil symbolizes the unity of the believers, the anointing of God. And I don't know about you, but those of you who consider yourself a blood-bought child of the king, known that you have been bought with a price. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit, and therefore the presence and power of God fills the temple, amen. We are together in one, and that is precious, it is glorious. We have been united in him as the savior of our life, amen. We can also see that that we've been bought into a union with one another through Jesus' prayer in John chapter 17, as we saw that a few moments ago. And it says, And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they themselves also may be sanctified in truth. John 17, 20 says, I do not ask in behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word. In other words, for all of us, John 17, 21, that they may all be one. How many did you say? How many say? One, right? That all may be one. Not just this little section over here, not just that little section over there. That all of us may be one, even as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that thou didst send me. God, make us one, right? Make us one in you. Make us a part of your plan. Look, I believe that God the Father answered the Son's prayer and we are all one in the body of Christ. But however, I think the challenge is is not that we can recognize that there's unity in the body of Christ. The challenge is is for us to stay unified. Amen? I mean, look, you can tie two cats together by the tail and hang them on a, on a, a, a line and they're, they're, un, they're united. right? I mean, they're in a union together, but they don't like it. And you let them babies down on that wire, and they just... right? I don't need to hear what he just said. <laughs> and I believe that sometimes we get into a mindset that, because we have different opinions or maybe different ideas of the way things should be or should go and all this stuff, that we might be united, we might be in union together under the same head, but we've got some things going awry. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and the older you get, you know what that's about, right? You get, them. ooh, that ain't right. Right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like getting old ain't for wimps. That's all I got to say. Hey, man so the challenge is for us to stay unified look my i i never had this happen to me just to let y'all know but my two my two older brothers they fought like cats and dogs And, and so my dad would cuff them together in handcuffs right and he said that they would either beat each other up until they loved each other or they would love each other and he would not let them go until they kissed and made up can you imagine that Mmm, come on. Sometimes I think we should lock some people together. (laughs) Let them get a taste. Let them, you know, the reality is is that a lot of that is based in selfishness. It's based in my way or the highway. It's based on ideologies and stuff like that. But when we recognize and value every single person understanding that every person is a creation of God who God has gifted them with talents and abilities and that we are all together for one purpose to lift up the name of Jesus and to be glorified, then we have a different mentality and we look at each other differently, amen? Because we want to see the best for every single one of us. We want to walk together in harmony and unity because we want other people to recognize that there's something different about that group of people, Amen. They're not not bickering, and they're not fighting, and they're not out to get each other, but they're on the same page. They're working together. They're seeing things happen. They're caring for one another. What a beautiful sight that is. Amen. 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 Even the Apostle Paul, he challenged them to stay unified. Ephesians chapter four and one says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord entreat you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing forbearance to one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Well, that means you gotta do something about it, right? It don't just happen. It don't just come on you. It's something you have to walk out. It's something you have to determine to be diligent about. I'm going to be diligent not to allow anything to hinder my relationship with God and with the body. right? I'm going to be on the same page. I'm going to work with. I want to find out. But look, I think sometimes we think too highly of ourselves. Because I think we get in our mind that this is the way it's got to be. And if it's not this way, that it's not right. But yet... If we look throughout history and see how God has moved, God has moved in different ways throughout history, right? Just because God touched me in one way doesn't mean that's the only way God's going to touch people through the rest of history. Amen? I mean... I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit one night as a teenager down in the altar. uh, I was getting right with God and and I, I come to myself three pews back under the pew speaking in a heavenly language and thinking, oh God, how did I get here? Right? But yet my wife received that gift in a different way at home by herself in the quietness of her room as she was praying and reading the word of God. That's where that experience took place. I might think that everybody should shout. You need to shout, right? You need to run and you need to dance and you need to give God the glory. But how that looks for you might not be how it looks for somebody else. So don't get disunified thinking that your way is the only way to receive God or to worship him. Now, I know you might not agree with this, but I love the, I love the liturgy of some of, uh, of our liturgical churches. I love sitting in and seeing the reverence that they give to the elements of the service. And though I was not raised in that way and though uh, I I, I couldn't stay in it long because they might kick me out because I'd be like, whoa, that's good stuff right there. They might kick me out. But I, I have learned to value the style of worship that they have and the reverence that they give to every element of their service. It's beautiful. We need to be in unity. Amen. Amen. You know, there's power in unity. There's power when we are working together in harmony. We are able to overcome so many obstacles when we are working together. The Bible says a cord of three strands is uneasily broken. When we're together, we are fighting together. But when we're apart, it's so easy to to snap us apart. One father had several sons and he was frustrated with them because they were always bickering, always fighting. And and what he did is he tied up a bundle of sticks and and he said, boys, I want you to break them sticks. And every one of them individually came and tried to break that sticks bundle together and were unable to do so. And so he untied them and said, okay, boys, I want you to break those sticks. And individually, one by one, they cracked every one of them. He said, that's What I'm trying to help you understand, together you can't be broken, but individually you will be torn apart. We've got to be together. We can't allow uh, whatever opinions of the world to distract us to think that we're separated because there's still just one Jesus. Amen. Amen? There's still just one Lord and Master and one Heaven and we've got to be on the same page so that we can get to that place that He's called us to. Amen? There's power in unity. Verse three says, it's like the dew of Hermon coming down the mountains of Zion for there the Lord commanded the blessing. Amen. Here David is comparing unity uh, mentioned to like the dew. I mean, it's, uh, when you think about the dew, it's a very heavy dew. It literally is what uh, refreshes, invigorates animals and, and, and plants. It, it's what revives. And, and so our uh, our. Unity is like a refreshing and reviving, a vigoration of the body of Christ. It brings us together and empowers us for greater things. Amen. Amen. What David was saying through this comparison was that the unity of the people of God, the influence of their unified worship was refreshing influence on their nation and the surrounding areas. Likewise, the unity of the church is like this dew of Hermon descending upon the fellowship of God's people in the local assembly refreshing and invigorating us. Look, we can raise our hands with this, but every one of us has been somewhere where there has been chaos. We've been in places where the environment is toxic. We've been in in places where the mood is, is, is bickering and disunity, just zaps the strength out of the air. It's no fun. It's not, it's not somewhere you want to abide. It makes you uncomfortable and you don't like it. But at the same time, we have experiences places of joy. We've experienced places where the mood is, is light and if there's something, a gladness in the air that it just it inspires you and invigorates you and says, man, I want to be a part of that. Man, there's an excitement there, and it just makes me feel happy. I love that place. You know, this week I, uh, I went into Mountain View Church of God. And, uh, and, and Mountain View Church of God, I was uh, placed a new pastor there as a district overseer a few months ago. And, and um, I walked, I've, I've been going by. Uh, it, it's my, my glass time, <laughs> shield time. So I go by, and I just stop in when I go by, and, and, and they've, like, ripped the whole stage out. They're, they've put in a, The church has been there for many, many years, but they've never had a baptistry. So they put a baptistry in. I mean, they're, they're rocking it. And, and, and when Brother Matt went there, there was, like, six people that was regular attending. This past Sunday, they had, like, 33 people. They're rocking it. I said, man, that's exciting. I can feel The excitement coming out of you, my brother. I'm I'm excited. I'm praying for you. I'm believing for you. I know that God's going to do something powerful at Mountain View Church of God. Amen. Amen. Well, guess what? I feel that same urgency and excitement in this place. I feel like there's some folks who are believing for a revival and they're hungry for that. And they're wanting to get in alignment with that. They want to make sure they're in tune with what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I believe that God is about to do something amazing, about to pour out His Spirit in this place. Amen. 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 I mean, when you think of Acts chapter 2, 1 and 2, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in One... Accord and in one place, come on. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as the rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Look, I don't know about you, but when we come in with one mind and one accord, when we come in and say, Lord, this is not about if it's my right music or if the seat's right or if the heat and air's right or all this stuff. When we come in and say, God, I have come in today with my whole focus on coming into the presence of God to glorify your name, to worship you. And these worshipers, Whether they sing on tune or not, whether there's a pianist or not, it doesn't matter because my focus is on you. I'm not going to get distracted by the little things that are around me. I'm going to worship God because that's why I'm here. And when we all come in one accord in one place, the Spirit of the Lord will pour out on this house. Amen. 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 Somebody come up here. I'm closing. i got to land this plane. me think about it there's something when we come together there's something when we begin to pray together when we begin to fast together you know I think sometimes we get into the mindset that fasting is to change God's mind but fasting is to align us with God's plan Fasting is not to change God's mind, but fasting is to align us with God's plan. And so when we begin to fast together, and we begin to pray together, it's not praying, God, I want you to do this. It's not your checklist. It's not to, to list off the things you think God should do. It's to say, God, help me to, to know what you want to be done. God, show me your ways. Teach me. That's that's the psalmist David says, show me your way. Teach me your path, God. And that's the prayer in which we should pray. God, show me your direction. Lord, I pray that Alcoa Merrillville will not be uh, led by people, but by the Spirit of God people who are surrendered and submissive to God's plan because if it's God's plan, it will be a divine plan and it will be a God-good, beautiful thing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let me show you what that looks like. What that looks like is a Peter who just a few days before this Acts chapter 2 event was actually, because of fear, he literally denied Christ. But because of the love of the body and the love of Christ, God brought him back into reconciliation, into alignment and unity in the body of Christ. And you can go on down in in chapter 2 and look through 40 through 47, and you can see the results of that because he stood up boldly on the day of Pentecost and began to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And 3,000 people on that day were saved. And then, this is the crazy thing, right? This would be crazy to us in this society, in this culture, in this day. It says that, that they spent day after day together and house to house. Now look, for those of you who think that church is only in the house, y'all listening online. It says, and they were in the temple, Right? And it says that they sold all they had, they distributed to one another, they began caring for one another as each need arose, right? The gladness and sincerity of heart of being unified. Look, that's what unity looks like. There will be an outpouring because there's an empowering of people. There'll be a unity of caring for each other's needs because people will have compassion on those who are around them and they will want and desire to touch and love and care for everyone around them amen and then what is even greater it says that and they added to the church daily come on there'll be an outflow of growth now look it's not about numbers per se but there should be growth whether it be in your own maturity, but also a growth in numbers because we are reaching out and loving other people. We're showing uni- a unified presence for the kingdom and glory of God. Look, I preached last week on compassionate. And I believe God has called us to be a compassionate community of believers connecting people to Jesus. But we've got to be compassionate and we've got to be in unity, Right? Because if we don't, if we're not in those two things, how can we connect people to Jesus? Because that's who Jesus is. Amen? Amen. I don't know about you this morning, but I want to walk in unity with my brothers. Amen? I want to walk in unity with the body of Christ. I want to experience the outpouring of His Spirit. Afresh even today. Amen? Amen? Is that your desire in this house? Would you raise your hand? Is that your desire? Amen, amen. Can we stand together this morning? Want to declare that? You know, I, I, Josh, Lauren, come down here. I've almost take, took my belt off of these two. but I want to be unified with what God's doing in their life some of you may or may not know but Josh and Lauren are moving to Florida and um, we're going to whoop them we've had uh, Dre move to Florida Travis are moving to Florida I am no man they're halfbacks right they make their way back (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna miss these guys and we want to really bless them next Sunday we're gonna have a meal after the service to love on them to honor them he's gonna be sharing for a few moments of what God's doing in their lives the the call that he's placed on them and and I'm looking forward to that Uh, we will greatly miss them they have been a part of the church for six years and uh, have have invested in young people and but you know look if y'all notice the hallways outside of the auditorium they're all being painted this guy he is he's painting he's into website design he's in everything so we're, we're gonna we're gonna miss them because it's a it's a a, a great hole that they're leaving behind but i believe as he's going to share with you more in depth i believe god is is aligning and directing people from within to step into those roles and it's been amazing to see the volunteerism of this church and to see what god's doing i'm, I'm i don't i'm not going to steal your thunder because you've got a great word that i want you to share next week so but i want us to be ready for next week to bless the travers family and uh, honor them and uh, just pray that god's plan goes to goes well with what he's aligning them to do amen but pray for us that we will be unified that we will see uh, god's plan this this is not a this is not a bad thing we have to look at that and say this is god's replanting this is god's direction and 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 if he stayed and and didn't follow god's will that would not be good for us right but at the same time it wouldn't be good for you either But we're going to believe for God's will to be done on both sides. Amen? Amen. Let's stretch our hands this way and let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, that you are the king of glory and the king of kings, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that that we can recognize how beautiful, how good it is to dwell together in unity, to have one mind and one accord. And Lord, I'm praying for an outpouring of your spirit to be in this church, but also in the Travers family. God, that you will direct and lead them, that you'll make provisions for them, that you'll open doors that they never even imagined could be opened. Lord, that you'll make ways in the desert, God, that you'll pour out on them a fresh and new, God. And Lord, just as you are pouring out on them, I pray that this church will find fulfillment in you, Lord, that you'll pour out and bless and encourage this body as we focus in together on your perfect will and your plan for this body. God, I pray, Lord, that we, as the body of Christ, will recognize that we're not the only body going to heaven. Lord, that there are churches across the street, down the street, across town, that we are unified with. And God, that we are working together for one purpose, and that is to to see the kingdom of God advanced throughout this world. And God, may we cross pews may we cross uh, congregations may we lift up each other may we pray for one another may we hold each other's hands up like Aaron and her and pray that God's kingdom be advanced that the empowerment of God will move through us and we can see the enemy cast down and destroyed in Jesus name Lord let warriors rise up in the kingdom of God to lift up your name to glorify you to praise you even in their circumstances don't look good but God they worship you anyway and the world sees the unity of the body. And they know that you, you were sent to us. And they believe and are saved in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I love you guys. I, I, I've tried to be good today because my mother-in-law's here. And, and, but I, I Now y'all can see where my wife gets all of her beauty. Right there. I'm blessed. Love you guys so much. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being a part of our service today. Please come back and join us. We have several small groups that if you'd like to get connected to, see me after service. I'll make sure you get plugged in. If you are, if you, uh, we do have Wednesday night service as well, worship time, uh, service time. i love for you to be here. Every Sunday, we, we're right here. Tell somebody about it, all right? God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.